welcome back to the daily list podcast everybody uh long time no talk we've been putting out episodes as threads for a long time uh just due to you know vacations and stuff like that uh good to be back um here with brendan and myself i'm here again we still have to figure that out man but uh there's a lot to talk about this week. Um, so this is going to be the betting episode. We figure the betting episode is the most important episode, you know, to get out. I think it's at least, you know, the most interactive for me. I like to, you know, listen to betting episodes and make plays based off of those. Um, so here we are. Um, a lot of cool games this week. It is week 18, so a lot of teams starting or sitting their starters. Uh, I personally hate that. In trying to come up with predictions, uh, but my co-host here seems to think that that's a, a good thing for us. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, you like uh, some of the plays that we can get this week? Um, I know we'll dive into each of the games, so we don't really have to go over you know who's sitting and who's starting. But just as a quick recap of who is resting their starters this week, um, I've seen. That it's the Ravens, Browns, Chiefs, Rams, and 49ers. Um, and those are all different levels of resting their starters, but um yeah, seems seems like a lot of teams. Yeah, I think with a lot of these guys being rested, there's a lot of opportunity for maybe some of the teams to upset or some teams that are favored that shouldn't be. So we'll dive into that as we go. Absolutely. Um, do you have anything that you want to recap from last week's games at all? Or, you know, we haven't talked in a long time on here. So, you happy to go over anything? So, we put out, yeah, so put out the thread about betting last week. And um, the bets did pretty good, but the big old parlay did not hit because of the Eagles, which sucked. Um, seems to be a common theme this year that the Eagles or like the Jaguars screw over all these parlays. So um happy to have a matchup with the Eagles and the Giants that we don't have to worry about this week. Uh careful. I mean You worried? I, I, I know the Giants are terrible, but feels like the Eagles have found a way to lose to a lot of teams. Um I get that the Cardinals are like a much better team, but I don't know. You think that there's any chance that they lose? I think if they lose and they don't make it past the first round of the season, I think they fire their head coach. I think Sirianni is gone if that happens. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, this has been a brutal season for them. They are significantly favored this week in the, uh, at minus 245. You know, I feel like it was a lock. It'd be more looking like the Cowboys Commanders line minus eight fifty uh, for the Cowboys. So, I think there's a world in which Giants win here. I mean, as a Packers fan, we lost to Tommy DeVito. I, I think Tyrod starting this week. Um, he's a little bit more consistent. So, I don't know, man. It'll be an interesting week of football for sure, um, especially start starting with the games we have uh, today on Saturday. Um, Raven Steelers really could go either way. Absolutely, I need to turn down my game. Second. 
There's a dog barking in the background. <laughs> All right, I hope that fixed it. Okay, what, what were you saying there? Sorry. Um, so Steelers-Ravens this week could go either way. And with Huntley starting, he's had some games that have been good, some games that have been bad. Kind of the same deal with Mason Rudolph. So I think this game's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, Huntley's one and two against the Steelers all time. I think he's three and five in his starts. So it's definitely, you know, not a lock for the Steelers, not a lock for the Ravens. I kind of like the Ravens here, though. Um, But not that much. It's like every game has started sitting. I my brain struggles to comprehend the impact of that. So I'm like, oh, the Ravens are sick. But you know, no Lamar Jackson. I, I don't know who else is sitting. Um looks like Lamar Jackson, Odell. It's so many people. Malik Harrison, Marlon Humphrey, Daryl Worley, and Kevin Lee. So that's that's like the most and, and Zay Flowers and Kyle Who's Hamilton. On? Zay Flowers is doubtful, and Kyle Hamilton is questionable with a knee injury, so I'm guessing that they're just going to say, hey, it's not worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so that's a lot of a lot of people sitting. <laughs> maybe maybe Dalvin Cook steps up. You all just jump in to each That's what game. I'm wondering. Yeah, let's just do that. It feels like we're talking yeah, this, about each game. This is the first one, so the re- cool. uh, Steelers <laughs> are favored by three, over under 34 and a half. And they're minus one sixty five money line, so I don't really know what to do here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm kind of staying away from this game completely. Feels like Mason Rudolph has stepped up a lot the past week. Um, he's you know been super solid, but I don't know if that continues this week. It looks like there are still some starters playing for the Ravens. Maybe not the whole game, but especially on defense, some some guys are still out there. So I don't, I don't know. I don't even know this game was on at two thirty. Is that da- is Dalvin Cook playing? I doubt it. I don't see him on the injury report, but he's been there for what, like three days. well that's what i mean like they got to get him into uh the rhythm of the offense no this is gonna be a uh melvin gordon game for sure (laughs) okay so he signed to their practice squad dalvin did so yeah that's, that's, that's pretty tough so I'm guessing they'll activate him probably after this weekend. Yeah, he'll or be back. Maybe the even right before the game. I don't. I don't know if they waste him. Well, are are we locking in the Ravens as AFC champs now that they signed him? Uh, let's keep my eye on the Bills. But I don't know who else is really competing. For they have it. to win this week. Yeah, they do. I mean, the Chiefs, obviously, I don't think it's a gimme to the Ravens. But I think the odds are pretty good. Yeah, I think they're just the deepest team. And they got a really good defense, Lamar's MVP. I don't know. It seems like it's all scripted out for them. 
there was a time when, you know, Brock Purdy was favored for MVP, where you could get Lamar at plus 400 as they were going into play, um, you know, the, the 49ers. And I wasn't in a state where I could bet, but, man, that would have been such an easy play. Did you see uh, that tweet that went viral? Some guy put, I think, like 20 or 50 bucks or something before the season. Um, Lamar Jackson MVP combined with Washington Huskies to win the college football championship. No. <laughs> oh, my God. What are the odds on that? Yeah, his pay his payout's 25000 Wow. Good for him. I... And if he cashes out right now, it's he's at like $5,000. I'd probably just pull the trigger on the cash out, but I'm a coward. <laughs> no, I'm waiting that out because I <laughs> I know Lamar's going to win MVP. Yeah, Lamar's going to win, but I think Michigan could end up winning. Well, I like Hughes, or, uh, Washington, but back to the NFL. Um, <laughs> are there any props you like in this game? The over-under is 34 and a half. I kind of like the over. Um, I don't know. This whole game is really giving me the ick. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's just no Steelers quarterback situation is pretty weird. And their whole, you know, they have a solid ish defense, but uh, Ravens seem to be pretty good too. I mean, defensively, both teams uh, really solid and I think are playing a lot of their starters. I'm kind of talking myself into the under. What about you? What do you feel about the over-under? I kind of like the over just because of how many guys are out on Baltimore's defense. Um, yeah. One line I'm looking at for a prop bet is Pickens. His over-under for receiving yards is 45 and a half. And obviously, Mason Rudolph just chucks the ball up to him. So, I mean, I think that he would probably go crazy again. Kind of seems like he's had his breakout games. Mm-hmm. I think one similar place that I like is uh, Deontay Johnson over 36 and a half receiving yards. He's put up 50 plus in the last nine appearances with the Steelers as red favorite. Uh, so I think Deontay Johnson, you know, kind of gets rolling here. That's a nice little fact you got there. Thanks, man. I love facts. <laughs> uh, and, um, how but, about any touchdown scores? Oh, I was about to get into the weather. Uh, for touchdown scores, though, um, Isaiah Likely, if he plays, is plus yep. 290, and he's one of the best targets there. Uh, Deontay Johnson, plus 240, and George Pickens, plus 215. I think I'm comfortable with any of those guys. Maybe even Najee at plus 130. Um, I think Isaiah likely is the best value, though. Yeah, on ESPN, he's plus 550, so you're getting a lot of value there. Yeah, and he's scored a touchdown in three of the last four Ravens games, so. Well, he's going to have nobody else to throw to, so. Exactly, so I'm actually going to take that bet right now. Give me <laughs> Isaiah Likely touchdown. This is fun being able to actually bet live. 
Thanks, Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Should we move on to the next game? Yeah. All right. For the division, Texans and Colts. Um, Texans are favored by a point and a half. 47 and a half is over under. Texans are minus 125 money line. I just is wanna... this a free point? Yes, this is absolutely free point. Um, I, I mean, I am team Texans. I'm just kind of shocked that the Colts are even in this situation with their starting rookie, you know, fourth overall pick going down. Um, they've been able to get to the division mm-hmm. title with Gardner Minshew. And then we have like CJ Stroud on the other side, who's kind of asserted himself as a top 10 um, quarterback in the league. It's, to me, Texans' obvious pick, um, but could see the Colts, you know, putting up a good fight. Yeah, I think the Colts will definitely put up a good fight. Um, Steichen is definitely going to be a good head coach for this team. Um, I'm interested to see what they're going to do next year with Anthony Richardson, um, because Obviously, he was electric, just can't stay on the friggin' field. Yeah. So, um, if he if he can stay on the field, maybe this team is even better. Maybe add a wide receiver. Imagine if they added, like, T. Higgins. I don't think they're going to add T. Higgins. <laughs> I think That would be pretty nice. That would be pretty nice. Josh Downs with another year under his belt and Michael Pittman. If they let Michael no. Pittman walk, maybe they do something. But... Uh, I, I don't think there's any chance that Michael Pittman sees free agency. Um, yeah, no shot. I don't know. I'm thinking about potential guys that they could grab. What if they got Xavier Worthy somehow? If he slipped to the second round, that'd be insane. Yeah, there's so many wide receivers coming in this draft. So you got to believe that. Someone's gonna crab somebody late. Yeah, somebody good. That'll be awesome. I think there's a lot of good, uh, you know, team fits and situations that could call for a wide receiver. Um, that could really blow up their value right away. Mm-hmm. But back to the game. Um, you know, it it is indoor. Um, the Texans are six and four inside. The Colts are five and five inside, um, and then you know Texans are away. The three and four away, and the Colts are four and four at home. Um, but it just does feel like the Texans' offense does click a little bit better. They are top ten in yards per game. Um, they're also thirteenth in points per game allowed, so their defense is a little bit better, and seventh in passing yards. They're not as good of a rushing a rushing team. Um, Jonathan Taylor might uh, do something, you know, against them, but I don't think so because the they only do allow you know ninety nine yards per game, which is uh, bottom ten in the league in terms of you know allowing. So looks like they match up really well against the Colts, in my opinion. You know, they throw the ball a lot. The Colts allow more yards through the air, um, and then the Colts run the ball a lot, and the Texans have a pretty good run D. 
Yeah, I like the Texans for sure here. I think that minus one and a half is free, and I also love the over. Um, you mentioned they're inside, and I just think that this is definitely an over because the Colts in close games tend to give up a lot of points. So I don't see Gardner Minshew beating C.J. Stroud in this game. So I like definitely the Texans here. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it comes down to is Gardner Minshew and C.J. Stroud are not the same. And he's, Minshew's going to struggle to keep up with uh, C.J. Stroud and you know, those close situations. Yeah. Um, are there any props you like here? Um, I'm pulling them up right now. I think for like TD scores, Nico Collins plus 125 isn't bad. Neither is Dalton Schultz plus 180, but there's a pretty good play down a little bit further at plus 475. You have Brevin Jordan. He's been decently involved. He has two touchdowns on the season through, um, not too many games, but uh, I think he could, you know, get into the end zone this week. So I actually like Schultz this week. Um, I saw somewhere that he needs like five catches or something to get like a $500,000 bonus or something. Okay. And he's been playing well. I could totally see it. He has been. Uh, I just feel like Brevin has kind of eaten his, you know, touchdowns and targets and stuff like that since Brevin came back. But I don't know. I think it's kind of a pick em between those two. I think one of them does get in the end zone and maybe Devin Singletary as well. But uh, I like the odds on, on Brevin Jordan. Yeah, for sure the odds are good, but do you really believe he'll get in the end zone? Yeah, I do. Stay sleeping. It's going to happen. <laughs> I will. Um, I like the Nico Collins touchdown. Yeah, that's great. Does CJ Stroud have any rushing touchdowns this year? He was like two or three. Yeah, I think something like that. He's at plus 450. I feel like that's not bad either. Kind of feels like a game where CJ pops off. Second game back against the Colts. Need to win the division. Yeah, probably. Yep. Right? Yep. His yards are at 260, so Vegas thinks he's either going <laughs> to shit the bed or he's going to go crazy. Yeah. One and a half touchdowns, too. I don't hate the over for that. Yeah, I like the over here, even though 47 and a half has been a lot for this year. And then I just think there's no way. I think Jonathan Taylor, he's at 68 and a half, potentially under on that because he's going to be splitting work a little bit with Zach Mosh. Probably not too much, but, you know, they are running into that Texans defense, so. The Texas defense has been really good. And if you add up those lines, the 68 and the 21, uh, that's still a little bit below what the Texans are allowing per game, but I think this is going to be more of a shootout, not really a running script. 
especially, you know, you're playing CJ Stroud. You're not going to get up early on CJ Stroud and then just like run the ball out. He's going to come back. Yeah. I think that's enough about this game now. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> We're still getting back into the rhythm, so bear All with right. us. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the best game this weekend. The Jets and the Patriots. Patriots are favored by two. Over-under is at 30 and a half. Yeah. You're, we talked about this before. We were like talking about football before we even started the podcast. So I don't know why we, we, we wasted some content there. But uh does feel like no <laughs> Zach Mott. Or Zach Wilson, sorry, no, Zach Moss, is Zach Wilson, pretty sorry, huge for the Patriots this week. Pretty huge for the Patriots. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Pats are going to have an interesting game this weekend. It's supposed to be the departure of Bill. Um, it's supposed to be his last game. They got the snow coming in. Um, it'll be interesting, especially with two good defenses, two crappy offenses. Honestly, I could see the under of 30 and a half. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's kind of screaming under, screaming Bill Masterclass uh, with the defense. Maybe we get a Super Bowl against the Rams, 12-9, or whatever that was. Um, just a field goal off. How, do you know how much it's going to snow? I think I saw that it's going to snow a lot, right? Yeah, so it looks like down by Foxborough, they're going to get a mix. So it's going to be a nasty, nasty weather Is that game. during the game tomorrow? Yeah, like, we're supposed to get snow through Saturday night into, like, Sunday late morning. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. How do you feel about, I mean, the snow and the, the defense and... The no Zach Wilson is all pointing me towards um, Brees Hall. How do you feel about Brees Hall? Oh, 100%. Oh, the ball is going to be on the ground all game. This game is going to end by 3 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. I don't have... Are you kidding me? I don't have the props for Brees Hall rushing guard. Do you know what that line is at right now? There's actually currently no player props available on ESPN right now for this game. That is so weird. Yeah. There's well, um, touchdown score props. Brees Hall. I think a weird one this week is uh, a Bonaconda to score a touchdown. I think he might oh, get I an have opportunity. Him. Yeah, I have him in uh, daily this week. I think he's really primed up he for really? the opportunity. Yeah, I I spent too much money, and I was like, Izzy's available. Um, <laughs> You're hoping for like 10 points? Yeah, he's a flex. He's going for 4,400. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird lineup, but... I hope it plays out. So you taking the Patriots minus two? Reluctantly. Um, I think the Patriots are better suited for, you know, this type of game. 
Especially, I think if Zach Wilson was playing, I would be taking the Jets, but Zach Wilson is not playing, so uh, Patriots kind of have the advantage there. Zappy has been pretty bad recently, uh, which is my one concern, so I do have the Jets in one daily lineup, the Jets defense, um, in the situation that Zappy kind of does a bunch of picks, but could be a Bill Masterclass where Zappy doesn't even really throw the ball more than 10 times, and you know, you get it going on the ground. Um, is is Ramondre Stevenson back yet? I thought I saw like questionable a couple I weeks ago. I think he was ago. on IR. Okay, so he's not going to come back ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah, I think he's done. The season's over. I yeah. completely um, misunderstood. There's not a lot situation. to talk about here because. Nothing is going to happen in this football game. It's all going to be about Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And his defense in the weather and what they can get done against the Jets. Uh, what are... You know, now that I think about it, it's Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick playing the Jets. Um, is there... Yeah, there is. New England Patriots defense plus 600 to score a touchdown. What's your take on that? That's actually interesting. I think it's supposed to tempt you. I'm tempted and I just placed it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you think the Pats hang on to Belichick next year? I don't think Belichick wants to be there anymore. Uh, It does feel like the media and stuff like that has kind of soured on him. And I think a fresh start would be best for everybody involved. But I think there are going to be some substantial growing pains for the Patriots getting away from Belichick. Um, it's not like you're going to draft, you know, Drake May and have it all figured out next year. It's going to be two, three years of pain. Yeah, I honestly think Bill gives the Patriots the best opportunity to develop a team quickly. Um, I don't think he should have his kind of GM role, but they're kind of saying that he hasn't really had it anyways. Um, So I think a change with the guy who's kind of running the player ops right now, uh, he stinks. He's 22 draft was horrible. So um, I think Bill is actually probably a good fit considering the Pats will probably have like the fourth pick or something. So they could end up with a quarterback. They could get Marvin Harrison. Um, and they can probably trade in to like mid to late first and grab another quarterback like Penix or um, depending on where Jaden Daniels goes, I'm assuming he'll be like top 10. I think so. But I think there's a couple guys like Bo Nix and Penix who you could probably hang back and grab, which is kind of what they did with, Mac and that didn't really work, but I think Penix or Bonex, one of them is going to be good. I like Penix a lot more than, than Nix. I think Nix has had a lot of opportunity and he hasn't been as good as Penix. Um, currently, mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels is mocked to go three to you to, to New England, um, which is kind of insane, but. If we look down a little bit more, um, Penix is at nine. 
So it looks like it's going to be a QB heavy draft. So the Vikings? Uh, nine to the Falcons. Interesting. I was seeing see um, that the Vikings wanted him. That they wanted Penix? Yeah. And that. I saw that they wanted Jaden Daniels. Probably like their next fit. Oh, well, I could see that too. It's all a crapshoot. Yeah, it is. Bo Nix is currently slated to go behind J.J. McCarthy. Do you have any interest in J.J. McCarthy before we get off draft talk? Okay, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. No. No. <laughs> but. Yeah, no J.J. McCarthy. That would be pretty funny. Next Tom Brady out of Michigan. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Browns and Bengals. Bengals are minus seven, over under 37 and a half, minus 330 money line. Kind of another crapshoot of a game. Uh, Browns, obviously, as we talked about starting, or sitting um, Joe Flacco and a bunch of other guys. Uh, I like the Bengals here. Um, We've seen the Bengals beat, you know, pretty good teams with Browning. there's not much else to say. Like, maybe the defenses step up a little bit. The over/under, as you said, is set at thirty-seven. Um, I kind of lean under here as well. So, I don't know. What do you have to say about it? I kind of like the Bengals minus seven, and I like the under, which doesn't really make sense. Um, which is why I would go money line, but I don't see the Browns. Who's starting? Jeff Driscoll, right? I think so. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't <laughs> see that guy putting up more than 13 points. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe assumption. And the Bengals' I, defense has been pretty bad all year. Um, But I don't think it really matters you know, if you're playing awful. Yeah, it's been... Yeah, they have Third nobody worst, to throw to yeah. on the Browns, and you have Jeff nobody. Driscoll. Is Elijah Moore, like, ever going to come back? Did you see what, if anything's happened since that injury? Speaking of? Um, I haven't really been following it, because he's already dead to me, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's same now? You, now you agree? No. He, no, he practiced on Wednesday. Wow, he was like, "That's crazy." He probably should not have done that. Um, okay, so yeah, maybe Elijah Moore plays this week. Probably, definitely not. But uh, I just think it's got to be Bengals all the way here. Yeah, I like the Bengals. Um, I like the under just because I think the Browns' defense will be just good enough anyways so i think the values there um they're not favored by too too much so why not absolutely uh not seeing any player props for this game no none are out i'm not seeing any uh yeah me either okay so td scores 
Maybe Chase Brown. Plus 270. Jerome Ford is plus 390. Oof. If anybody's going to score on that team, it's Jerome Ford or Kareem Hunt. Um, yeah, I would stay away from the Browns' offense. Yeah. Nothing too great here. Anybody on the Bengals that you like? Like, there's not much here. <laughs> what about Jamar Chase? Is he like minus odds or T. Yeah, Higgins? Jamar Chase is minus 130, and I don't even see a touchdown prop for T. Higgins. Is he out? I don't know. Maybe it's just because he's been hot and they don't want to offer a line. He is doubtful. That's why. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm good to move on from this game. I think we've talked about Yeah. All right, Jags, Titans. Jags need to win to get in. Um, They're favored by three and a half. Over-unders at 41 and a half. And they're minus 195. Um, Personally, I like the Jaguars money line here. Um, I think it'll probably be a closer game than we think. Um, But I, I could probably see the over here. Yeah, I could as well. Um, I do think that there's a chance that we see the Titans on upset watch here. Uh, yeah, they are plus 154. They are home. Um, feels like the Titans frequently play spoiler. Uh, this could be another week where they do it. They, I believe they're coming off of a couple of bad weeks, and usually that's when they turn it around. Rabel's a pretty great coach, so I don't know. Keep my eye on it. I am. I don't think I'm touching the Jaguars anywhere, and I have the Titans in my underdog parlay. Yeah, I could totally see the uh, Jaguars ruining my parlay. Yeah, it's, um, as you said, done that season. <laughs> yeah. So, with the Jags, the reason I do like them is because of the winning in. Um, I don't know. Are you worried about Trevor Lawrence, not only because of his health, but just like long term? Because everybody kind of thought this was the team. I don't know, like a little bit. Seeing those stats where he's kind of the same as uh, Daniel Jones is a little bit scary. I think that doesn't really contextualize it very well. He has had kind of bad coaching and not the best team built around him. Yeah, this is the team. I don't know if this is the year, though. Um, I think, you know, maybe they get hot in the playoffs. Maybe they, they get this one and then play another team in the playoffs and win there and then probably get eliminated around round two. Um, that's, like, best-case scenario, though. I, I could totally see them not winning today. Yeah, and you see Vrabel's uh, press conference when he when he was like, I fucking hate losing. <laughs> I did he not. He was like yelling at that reporter. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he was like, the reporter asked him like why he, if he was like upset that they lost or whatever. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> um. A lot of bets on Tennessee at plus three and a half, eighty-seven percent. A lot of bets on the under. Really? 
Well, I don't know, but Jags, Jags actually has something to play for. So I think we're saying this is a stay away from game. Unless, unless you, you want to take the Titans. Yeah, unless you want the Titans on underdog. That's at least what I'm thinking. Uh, any props? Um, For props... ETN is only at 53 and a half rushing yards. That's I think with how he's been playing and he was, he kind of went through a little lull in the middle of the season um, towards like the fantasy playoffs, which freaking suck for me. Um, but 53 and a half seems low. It seems like he's kind of rejuvenated or something. I don't know what's going on. Maybe their offensive line figured it out, but 53 and a half. I, I like that. Yeah, I could see that easily happening. Um, I'm looking at touchdown scores right now, and there really isn't that much to love here. You got ETN minus 140, Derrick Henry plus 105, DeAndre Hopkins plus 160, maybe. Calvin Ridley plus 155, probably not. Uh, Evan Ingram plus 175, he's been decent recently. Uh, One I maybe would take is Christian Kirk plus 215. Um, if he plays, I don't know if he's actually going to, and then maybe look at Tajay Spears plus 370. Um, but I don't think it's really time for Tajay Spears. I think Derrick Henry kind of would score this game if they even really get anything done, but I'm, I'm staying away from this because I could also see the Titans just completely imploding this week. Yeah, I could see that as well. Um, one point I want to bring up about DeAndre Hopkins. Again, he needs a bonus. Um, I think it's if he gets over a thousand receiving yards or something. Um, I think he's right on the edge. He gets like a million dollars. So his over under is sixty three and a half. I I could see him getting like seventy five, something like that. Do you think that those incentive like bets in week eighteen hit? more frequently I want to feel like I feel like they they would right I'm I've seen Brady get the ball to Gronk a million times I think in theory right just just for that reason I'm like a little bit there's so many lines that I've seen that are like uh you know let's just say Rashad White I don't think it's Rashad White but Rashad White needs uh, 150 rushing yards is like, what it no i'm not gonna bet rashad white 150 <laughs> rushing yards uh so hey i think there's dalvin a, cook needs a thousand yards this week in order to get paid a million dollars a thousand yards <laughs> <laughs> I, I would totally buy that he's probably at like 400 on the year <laughs> i don't think he's even there really yeah. All purpose or what? I think it's just rushing. <laughs> uh oh man, he's at two ninety two all purpose. <laughs> Yikes. Dalvin Cook needs seven hundred yards to hit uh, a thousand. How about a uh how about a Calvin Ridley touchdown? I could see it, um but I don't love the odds on it. Sure. I don't know. 
I don't trust the Jags anymore is the issue. Yeah. I don't either. I don't I don't see why you should. It kind of feels like the Chargers all over again. It kind of does. It's wild. They're the Chargers of last year. Or of this year. Um, all right, you want to jump on to the next game? Falcons Saints. Saints are minus three over under 42 and a half. Minus 165 for the Saints. Personally, I'm taking the Saints money line. Um, For them, they've just been playing better football lately. It seems like they are probably a little bit more healthy than they were. They're still pretty banged up. Um, But they're playing some gritty football. Give them props for that. But I don't know. I, I I think the Falcons have had all the air come out of their sail. And they're kind of falling apart. And I don't think they want Arthur Smith there next year anyways. So I don't think the players are really playing for him. Yeah. I completely agree with the Falcons not really having anything to play for. And we did we talk about that on the podcast or off the podcast? The disaster scenario where the Falcons win, Bucks lose, and the Falcons get in. It's disaster for fantasy football and all that. Uh, because that'd be you know Arthur Smith getting them to the playoffs. And it's... Pretty bad year. Um, so I'm definitely rooting against the Falcons. Um does feel like the Saints have kind of smacked teams like the Falcons that don't. I don't know if the Falcons don't have an identity. I, I guess that I could say that. But um, they don't have any real consistency. They don't have a lot of week. things. Yeah. So. I don't know. Do you like anybody um, as a touchdown? So do you player? like the Saints or the Falcons here? I like the Saints. Sorry if I did not make that clear. I think the Saints, for okay. pretty much the same reasons as you, um, feels like the Falcons are just going to want to... I don't think, like... If I'm on the Falcons, I don't want to play a playoff game. You're just going to get destroyed. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. I know there's pretty low odds of you getting into the playoffs, but, uh, yeah, I think Saints could... You know, realistically, destroy them this week as well. Um, over under forty two and a half. I kind of like the under here too. Um, Saints defense has been pretty solid this year, so you can get over one and a half passing touchdowns for Derek Carr at plus one ten. Um, I can kind of see that this week. He's been playing a little bit better, but as we said before, their offensive line absolutely sucks. If you were to bet that. I would say that you should parlay that with Chris Olave touchdown at plus one sixty. Um, yes, because then you get some pretty solid odds. But yeah, definitely throw those two together. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, Taysom Hill is plus one sixty for a touchdown. I kind of like that. Um, John Johnson had a great last week, plus two eighty, and. You know, I don't really feel like touching the Falcons here. I don't. I could totally see a world in which they pop off, um, but they're not at home, and that has made a pretty big difference for them this year. They, you know, we don't even know who's going to get the ball for them. You don't know if it's going to be Bijan. You don't know if it's going to be Algier. You don't know if it's going to be Pitts. You don't know if it's going to be Johnny Smith. Um, I can't trust them, so I'm staying away from all those lines. Yeah. 
Um, should we talk about the other crappy South game, the Bucks and the Panthers? Yeah. Um, so this is also in my underdog parlay. Bucks are minus four. <laughs> I think the, like the Panthers that? could win. I don't. Really? I don't know if they're gonna, but it's one of those. You think the Panthers are, what do they have, one win so far? You think they're a one-win team? I think they're a two-win team. I want to see that second win come this week. Yeah, they have two. I think they're a three-win team. They already team. have two. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I could totally see it. but Because the Bucks, I think I'm mad at the Bucks because they spoiled the parlay for me last week. So uh, I had Bucks over Saints, and it was like a six or seven like parlay, and only team to lose was the Bucks. So, I think Panthers, you know, maybe get it done. Over-under set pretty high for this type of game at 37. Um, if it's not the spoiler game that I think it might be, uh, Rashad White, minus 135 for a touchdown. Mike Evans, plus 105. Chris Godwin, plus 275 is super solid. Chris Godwin has been stepping up recently. Um, and then... For receiving props, I think Chris Godwin get over 51. Um, Mike Evans over 63. Rashad White over 22 is not bad. Um, but I don't love the rushing prop for Rashad White at 71.5. That feels super high. Yeah, what? so the props I like in this game are pretty much identical to the last game we just talked about. Um, it's Baker at plus odds again, over one and a half passing touchdowns. And I think you could pair that directly with like Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin would give you crazy odds, but yeah, if you're parlaying that, I might as well go Mike Evans. Yeah, I think you could, you could, and probably should do both. Um, because I think both could hit. And then if one doesn't, you're not upset. So, uh, I think it's a good play. Yeah, gets a plus three seventy five with Chris Godwin. Pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Um, all right. Anything else you want to go over here? No, I want to go over the Vikings and the Lions. Okay, let's do it. This is like finally a good <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some games in here we don't really give a shit about. Um. So Lions, Vikings, Lions are minus three and a half over under 46 and a half and minus 185 money line. Um, personally, I like the over here. Um, Nick Mullins is back starting and we talked about how he just throws for a million yards. He turns the ball over. There's just points bound to happen here. Um, the Lions defense played great against Dak at home last week, but I think the Vikings probably just spread it out. Um, Justin Jefferson will probably have 150 yards receiving. So I like the Lions minus three and a half. I like the over. Um, the Vikings just can't keep up with the Lions. Completely agree. Um, yeah, I think you nailed it early on in the season. Early on in the season, as in like three weeks ago, uh, with that Nick Mullins stake when he got his first start. Um, it seems to have come true pretty much every week. They might keep it close. Um, I don't think they're going to keep it three and a half close. The Lions probably win by a touchdown. Um, over is definitely, you know, 
you kind of made all the points for the over there. And then the Lions are the play here. The Lions are just a much better team than this Vikings team. Um, I don't know. Do you have Especially any without Jordan here? Addison and TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what do you even... You just have Justin Jefferson? It's kind of not great. Um, you can... Yeah, and Nick Mullins has minus odds for over one and a half touchdown passes. Huh. Is there a way to... I would kind of take the, the plus odds on the the other way. I have minus odds on under one and a half. I would take the minus uh, plus odds on one and a half if I could. Um, yeah. Jared Goff has plus odds on over one and a half. He has lower odds. He's he's plus one forty. That doesn't make any sense to me. He's, yeah, and I I like him to have a week. He said it over under two two hundred and twelve passing yards. This is really weird. Nick Mullins said at 257. <laughs> He'll um, probably throw for 450. Nick Mullins? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all right, I have a thought. I'm taking Lions alternate spread. Oh, I have to do the same game parlay thing. God damn it. Lions alternate spread. Do you have any lines for Powell? For what? For, uh, what's his name? Jordan Powell? Or whatever his name is? Um, I don't see any, now. Okay. I'm taking Lions he's probably minus six and a half. And then I'm taking... Good passing props. Passing Wait, um, I thought I thought Addison was out for the season. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, because he, he has lines right here. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, okay. I can't do the parlay that I was going to do because you switched over to same game parlay mode, and it's like, no, you can't have the passing touchdowns line. So, whatever. I was going to take uh, alternate spread on the Lions minus uh, six and a half for plus odds. And then Jared Goff over one and a half touchdown. It'd probably give you like plus 300. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, can't do I like that. it. So. Um, you, can, you can get Nick Mullins uh, plus odds over one and a half interceptions. I don't hate that. One and a half is a lot of interceptions, though. It is Nick Mullins who just launches the ball. I like Amon Ra plus one twenty five for a touchdown. Scored in four of the last five games. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much every other week with him. Yeah. Um. Do you want to dive into the next game, or I don't know what else there's to go over here. It feels yeah. like. It feels like we're just saying names. Let's just do this one super quick. Uh, Jarrett Stidham versus Aiden O'Connell. 
<laughs> Aiden O'Connell is minus three. <laughs> the over under is thirty six and a half, minus one fifty five. Aiden O'Connell is minus um, three. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to talk about here. I mean, um, hold up. I'm staying so far. Oh man, Zamir White is minus odds to score a touchdown. I don't even know if it. What's no touchdown in this game? <laughs> this plus, is the tie game. Plus four thousand for no touchdown. Should we bet tie on this one? I'm throwing two bucks on no touchdown and tie. <laughs> Pay you out like a million dollars. Uh, if, oh, that's halftime, full time. I got plus forty thousand odds if I if it's tie at the half, tie at the end, and nobody scores a touchdown. <laughs> Are you gonna take it? I don't know. I might just have the. Oh uh, no! Fuck it. Let's take it. Two dollars to pay out. Eight hundred. <laughs> Who cares? Got to get this show on the map somehow, huh? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Oh my god, that's so dumb. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're, this, this is, is a, definitely this game will be a tie game. at at half and a full time. <laughs> Nobody's going to be scoring a touchdown, so don't bet any touchdown scores. Um, <laughs> and where are the kicking props? Are those even a thing? Yeah, I don't have any. But okay, who cares? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I'm not seeing game. any as well. This is. Yeah, I don't want to talk Next. about this. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys, Commanders. Cowboys are 13 point favorites. Um, over under is 46 and a half minus 900 for the boys. Um, I think 13's a lot, but I think they're gonna kind of just come out and steamroll and bench Dak by the uh, halfway through the third quarter. If they do that, is there a chance that we see some rushing props hit? Maybe Tony Pollard over 61 and a half? I don't know how he's been so bad all year. Feels like this is kind of a lock to hit. He commented on that this week. He was talking to a reporter and basically said he expects more out of himself, which props to you for having self-awareness. But He wants uh, a contract. I don't know. Yeah, he's not going to get it. Not no, with that probably season. not. It's brutal. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, 46 and a half. What do you think about that? 46 and a half total over under? Yeah. Uh, is Sam Howell it's playing this week? supposed to be Sam Howell. Yeah, we didn't talk about what happened to Sam yeah, Howell. It's supposed to be, yeah. He imploded. I mean, his value from like a dynasty perspective just imploded. Um. Yeah, I think we all kind of thought that he was going to be like the guy going forward and they were developing him this year. But yeah. It kind of seems like they're just going to move on from everything in this franchise. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, 
I heard they might trade up. Like, if there's a team to trade up, it might be them for Caleb, which would be crazy. Uh, but as for this week, um, if it's Sam Howell, I kind of like the over. If it's not Sam Howell, I don't think I like the over. What's your vibe? I think it's so borderline. It's so borderline. Um, Dak's passing yards are at 274, and Howell, are, Howell is at 217. So 274. I think. Yeah, so I think. Um, I think I could see Dak going for like 250 and like two touchdown passes and maybe like a Tony Pollard touchdown in there. Uh huh. That seems to kind of be like the game script here. Like they'll get up three touchdowns at some point and late enough in the game, they'll pull out their starters. Kind of just seems like that end of the season commanders are going to have that implosion in week 17. Ron Rivera will get fired and the whole franchise will be up in flames. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, I don't know. I, I guess you kind of talked me into being not so certain about the over. But I could totally see both ways coming. I think if it is an under, it's not like a a low under. Then it's not going to be under 30. It's going to be you know, kind of up there still. Yeah, the Cowboys will score at least 30 points. I just don't know if the Commanders will score over 20. That's true. Or or twenty at all, so it really depends. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other lines that you like for this game? Um, Brandon Cooks touchdowns plus two fifteen. He's been getting a lot of touchdowns in the last eight weeks, so I kind of like that. Yeah, I don't hate that either. Otherwise, Tony Pollard's minus odds on a touchdown, I don't know, doesn't seem worth it. So I think if you do take a touchdown, Brandon Cooks is where you're going to get your value. Or Jake Ferguson at like 215, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Sorry, I'm pulling up the lines again. I, I think I could maybe see... Is Brian Robinson playing this week? Um, Brian Robinson touchdown plus one ninety. If they are going to score, seems like Brian Robinson's a guy. The Dallas Cowboys defense is plus yeah. two sixty right behind him. So <laughs> I think <laughs> honestly, Cowboys D is not. Deron Bland play. is due. Deron could, Bland is due. I could see it. Uh, Sam Howell is plus 500. Uh, does he not run touchdowns in? Like, No. He has five. That's all right. Yeah, I don't think against the Cowboys, though. No. All right. You want to jump on fast. the next one? Yeah, they are too fast. It's your boys, the Bears and the Packers. 
little bit nervous. I for see this one. a potential upset here. Yeah, potential upset. Um, you know the Bears want to beat the Packers so bad. Yeah, yeah. It would be kind of. I think if they beat the Packers, they might stick with Justin Field, and if they don't, they might move elsewhere. I don't even know what's going to happen there though anymore. But this is an ultimatum game. Kinda, yeah. Uh, over under forty five. I kind of like the over. It feels like both offenses have been clicking. Both defenses are pretty solid, but um, in the past few weeks, a lot of good, you know, offense for both teams. I do like the Packers minus three and Packers money line minus one sixty two. Um, it feels like when the Packers need to win against the Bears, they get it almost every single time. Um, I know that's kind of a dumb argument, but they, they, the Bears, uh, seem to blow it a lot. Maybe it's a changing of the guard right now, and and they might not. But it kind of feels like a continuation of that trend. Um, I like Aaron Jones and Jaden Reed getting more involved this week. Maybe Christian Watson finally sees the field again. But Aaron Jones is plus 100 to score a touchdown. Jaden Reed's plus 115. Uh, they've both been super solid over the past couple weeks, um, especially as Aaron Jones has gotten back, you know, everything. How do you feel about this? Well, the Bears are going to try to play spoiler here. Um, yeah, they are. The Packers are in an interesting situation. Um, they need to win. Uh, do you know what the weather is looking like? Because I think if this is a run game then I, th- I could definitely see the Bears. I'm checking the weather right now. Um, 34 and cloudy. It's normal. Wind? Cold. Nine miles per hour. No real wind. Okay. Could go either way. Um... I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. Justin Fields rushing touchdown. What's up? Yeah, Justin Fields rushing touchdown is just plus 145. Not bad. DJ Moore touchdown yeah. plus 155. Which we've seen DJ Moore the past few weeks. Kind of not. Yeah, he's been going crazy. I love um, DJ Moore. I think Moore. he's been. I. I've never been a huge fan. I think he's like a low-end wide receiver one, but the volume is so high. Yes, sir. Uh, I think he's trending up so, right now. So. so. How about uh, Cole Komet plus 375 for a touchdown? I got plus 245 on mine, so I think that is great value. He's been pretty consistent. Good. Um, Jordan Love's passing yards are 250. That's, I like that. Uh, and over one and a half touchdowns for Jordan Love is minus 180. So that's a lot of touchdowns. I think we might see a fun one. I think we this, might see a fun one with a lot of points. This looks like a great game. Uh, you know, when Justin Fields' passing line is almost 200, you know, it's going to be fun. <laughs> when it's almost 200 
throws for 215 and like 150 yards rushing. Yeah. I mean, there's pass plus pass plus rushing yards props. Uh Jordan Love is at 261. Justin Fields is at 260. So Yeah. I kind of like that more. Justin Fields. Yeah, I kind of with with the passing yards and rushing together, I think I think that's yeah. a pretty good bet. 260 is pretty easy to hit. Uh, it's it's minus one fifty. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing a shootout, and I do like the Packers. I hope so. Is it winning in for the Packers? I think it is, right? Yes. Okay, I've had a hard time keeping up with playoff situations on vacation. Uh, well, the playoff okay. situations are absolute mayhem. I know it's it's a, they always are, but I'm always still impressed by how chaotic it is. Uh, so let's root for the Packers and hope for a good one. You want to jump on the next one? Seahawks Cardinals. Seahawks are minus three over under 47 and a half minus 150. I kind of like the Cardinals here. I like uh, the Cardinals at plus 130, just straight up money line. Um, they're at home. It's indoors. It just kind of seems like their offense is in a good place right now. Um, James Conner just continues to be a beast kyler murray is getting it done um it's whether or not their defense shows up but i think against the seahawks um who have not really shown anything on offense except for uh that game where they threw the bomb to Njigba to win it um i think other than that i think the cardinals have been the better team the last few weeks i think so too uh and we were talking about your parlays before we started i mentioned my one concern and it's kind of small and i don't think it really even works in the nfl but if the cardinals win they are no longer like in a top four draft position they're gonna fall pretty far uh and that is you know some motivation maybe for kyler if you think you're getting marvin harrison uh and your management tells you not to win i don't know would you do it i probably would i don't know um depends because i bet their coach really wants to win uh first first year on this team and they haven't really done much yeah. um kyler murray was out for a while but still they're four and 12 i think he probably wants a win here yeah i think so um but just something especially to keep in division against Pete carroll i think Pete carroll tends to dominate the cardinal issue too but yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad bet. I have like the Cardinals as dogs a couple times and Seahawks aren't better than the Eagles. And so take that for what you will. So the Cardinals beat the Eagles and the Eagles beat the Seahawks. Does that mean the Cardinals are better than the Seahawks? That means the Cardinals basically already beat the Seahawks. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then for touchdown right. scores, Touch, touchdown, Trey McBride, all the way. That's my DK. Dude. DK, maybe Michael Wilson, plus two sixty. Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Kenneth Walker's plus one hundred three on ESPN. I think decent lines this week for touchdown scores. 
yeah, there's some value in there, but this is a weird game as well. Just anything could happen, obviously, since the Cardinals had a big upset last week. So maybe they ride the hot hand or it all falls apart. Really don't know with that team. Yeah. Could see it going either way, which is probably why the Cardinals are a good bet. Yeah. So I actually ended up um, staying away from this game. Um, Maybe I'll regret it because it increased the parlay odds significantly, like double. Um, So we'll see. I kind of hope the Cardinals lose now just for that reason. Yeah, I mean, I know that feeling. <laughs> you want to <laughs> jump over to the next one? What we got? Rams and Niners. We uh we talked about how both these teams are already locked in. Um, and they're resting their starters. So you got Rams or sorry Niners minus four over unders at forty and a half at minus two hundred. Um, I like the Niners here just because depth and um what's his name elijah what's his last name elijah mitchell the running back yeah that guy he's solid he's a good running back just can't stay healthy um i think i think he'll give him a chance to win this game um i'm very confused because i'm checking my underdog parlay and i believe I, sorry, I'm thinking through all these bets. Um, no, I had the Chiefs. Okay, sorry. I was like, what the hell? I thought I had the Niners as underdogs, but no, they're not underdogs. They're underdogs. They'd be a lock. Um, but yeah, I like them this week. I think that they're deeper. I think that they have more skill positions that are playing this week than the Rams, and they have a good shot of winning. Yeah, and Carson Wentz is playing too. So <laughs> it's Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. What a matchup! Yeah, what was this? Two thousand sixteen? No, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of fun. It was a little bit fun. I don't have many props. Do you have any props? Um, I don't know because. So it's not showing me any player or TD props. So I I don't know if I would take any anyways. Maybe like Elijah Mitchell touchdown, but I don't know. I don't know if there's too much else to uh, take here because Carson Wentz is a weird one to bet on. Sam Darnold's a weird one to bet on. If anything, um, I would just take a money line and probably take an under. I was just about probably to probably be say, like a twenty to seventeen game. I think um there's a pretty good shot that Carson Wentz throws a pick six. So maybe San Francisco touchdown, but not much else I like here. Yeah. It'll be a interesting game to watch, but other than that, there's not a whole lot going on here. Um so might as well jump into the next. The next is the Chiefs and the Chargers. The Chargers are minus three and a half. Um, over under is 35 and a half. And Chargers are minus 195. Obviously, Chiefs have sat their starters in this game. Um, so, 
I think I think Kelsey is still supposed to play, right? No, I th- I saw that he was sitting. Ah, he was he was supposed to like break some record for like consecutive a thousand yard receiving seasons by a tight end. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have tons of props here either, but I like the Chiefs as underdogs here. I do like the under as well. But I think the Chiefs are a more well-rounded team. Um, yeah, I saw like mostly just Patrick Mahomes was sitting out. I think a lot of other guys will end up sitting out as well. But you know, Easton Stick versus—I mean, a lot of receivers on the Chiefs are still pretty viable. Uh, Rasheed Rice isn't playing. Kadarius Tony isn't playing. But still, a few guys. Uh, Pacheco might play. Travis Kelsey. Probably not. Patrick Mahomes out. But I think they still have enough talent to win. You know, Keenan Allen's obviously still out on the other side. Joey Bosa's out. Um, and then starting Easton Stick. So it's almost like the Chargers are resting their starters too. <laughs> Who's playing quarterback for the Chiefs? I don't know. Forget. I have no idea who their backup is. I don't know either. Uh, Blaine Gabbert? Blaine Gabbert's pretty good. That's a weird one. I don't know. I'm Team Chiefs. What's he been in the league since like 2008? Uh, he's he's kind of giving twenty twelve crap, but I don't. Um, you know, we're we're getting plus odds on a against a team that allowed sixty three points to the Raiders. It's the Chiefs. I get that we're resting. Yeah, fuck it. Just take the Chiefs. Just just fucking take them. Why not? Chargers suck. It would be so Chargers no to lose this game. Yeah. For no reason at all. <laughs> it's going to be great. So, Chargers lose. Cardinals win. They're both at 5-12. and 12. Did Anybody the Chargers else? slide up one? And uh, I can check straight the schedule. I'm so excited. But otherwise, so, there ain't so a whole lot going right on now. in this game. So, oh, yeah. yeah, Arizona would slide back into that five-win pack with the Giants, Chargers, and Tennessee. Um, strength of schedule. Schedule. Um, schedule. Lower means better. I believe the Chargers have a harder <laughs> So they would pass Arizona. I think yeah, Arizona's I can see them just schedule is tanking pretty, here. Pretty easy. So I believe if they won, they and every other team that has five wins lost, they would slide back to seven. Mm-hmm. From four. That's not good. 
I think they have the easiest strength to get in the league. How is that possible? Maybe I'm reading this wrong. Just how it worked out, I guess. You know, but you gotta think about it. They played the 49ers twice. They played the Eagles. Yeah, but they also just play every other team that's come in last for the last five years. That's true. Um, okay. Alright, so a lot of implications for draft, but uh, not too much. Sorry, we cut out in the recording, so trying to hop back in. Um, Vignon, get back to the Giants-Eagles games we were talking about. Yeah, so Eagles are minus 4.5 over under 41.5. Eagles are minus 225. Personally, um, I'm going to take the Eagles' money line. I think you could take them at minus 4.5, no problem. Um, I know they've been playing like absolute shit, but I think that the Eagles um, have to have a rebound game at some point, and it kind of seems like they're playing that chip-on-the-shoulder card now. Um, everybody's rooting against us type of thing. So I think that the Eagles probably pull this one out, no problem. Um, I like the over as well. Tyrod Taylor playing, right? And if he's playing, um, the yeah. Giants have a better chance of scoring. So over 41 and a half kind of makes sense. I see the Eagles scoring probably 28, 30 points. So Giants give you 14, you're good. Yeah, I could totally see that. Um, I think the Eagles get this one too. A little bit of a spoiler here, like we talked about earlier. I like some of the props here. Dallas Goddard plus two twenty five. Spot to stand out. He's one of the main targets. AJ Brown's one of those two guys. Score. Um, not really liking anything. Bounce back game for the Eagles. Potential. How about uh Saquon's receiving yards at nineteen and a half? Okay, I like Saquon's receiving yards at 19 and a half. Yeah. It feels like, yeah, there's not that much. There's nowhere to go with the ball. So if you're Tyrod, probably a lot of check I think this is the uh, classic week uh, 18 um touchdown that we're going to see out of Isaiah Hodgins. Uh, his odds are plus 1,000 right now. It just seems like one of those games. I could see it. Uh, I'm not going to bet. <laughs> Maybe the Quez Watkins touchdown. Plus seven. Yeah. He's due. Um, Alright, yeah, I think the Eagles get that one. We'll jump on to the next game. So our final game, the Bills and the Dolphins. This is really the best game of the week by far. So the Bills are favored, minus 2.5, um, over under 48.5, minus 145 for the Bills. Um, this is a tough one. I know the Bills kind of have the Dolphins um, in pretty much all of their matchups in the last four years or whatever it is. Um I don't know. I the Bills need to win to get in. Um, I think I think unless I forget who it is. There's someone. If like two teams lose, it's like the Steelers and someone else. Um, then they'll still make it. But if they win, they're in. 
and that's the most important thing. Um, the Dolphins would also make it if the Dolphins lose, um, but the Bills would win the division, I'm pretty sure. So I think the Bills really are just going to come out firing. Um, you see that uh, tweet about Sean McDermott and Tyreek Hill's house? No, I did not see that. What did uh, about Tyreek Hill's Tyreek Hill's house burning down? What do you say? They said uh, Sean McDermott took it too far this time. Oh yikes! <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, Bill Burr. Obviously, that's not, <laughs> I guess, something to joke about necessarily, but. It's it is kind of a funny tweet. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, anyways, you like any um, props from this? Well, I don't know. Um, I think this is probably going to be a high-scoring game, right? I think it has to be. I hope so. Like, <laughs> I don't know what else it would and be. And the regular season on a high note, defensively is strong. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen over one and a half touchdowns is minus one fifteen. I think that's pretty good. And then minus one thirty six is a touchdown score is also pretty good. I could see him. You know, Josh Allen himself has scored a touchdown in nine of the last ten Bills games, so I could see him keeping that up. I think we get a big week out of Gabe Davis this week. It feels like it. He's plus two twenty five to score a touchdown. Yeah, I I kind of like it. Um, he's kind of been filling in for Stephon Diggs in a way in terms of volume because we just have not seen him do anything. Um, I saw a tweet that like weeks one through eight, he was wide receiver three. And then since then, he's like wide receiver 54 or something like that. Um, That's so brutal. Yeah, so he's absolutely lost in this offense. Um, which is crazy because their offense has been better since. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like a James well, Cook touchdown here at plus one thirty-five. I could see that. Uh, James Cook rushing yards is sixty-three and a half. So, I like that too. But a lot of good props, a lot of good players. I I can't all hit, so I'm a little bit scared to bet on him, but I do like the idea of the Gabe Davis or James Cook popping off. Uh, you know, maybe we see something from Devon Achan or Raheem Mostert as well. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're just going to try to keep those two guys healthy as much as they can because without the run offense, the Dolphins have nothing. Um, Tua can get the ball down the field, but I think he relies on the play action and the moving guys in the backfield. So, I could definitely see um, a big passing day from Tua here. Um, I think Tyreek Hill is probably yeah. going to want to send a message. Yeah, back to the Sean McDermott, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Well, I don't know, looking forward to it. I think a lot of offense potential. Yeah, it should be. You a want good to game. jump over into our parlays? Yeah, so parlays. Um, this week is a nine legger. 
Um, we got Houston over the Colts. Yeah, we I know. We talked about this. Um, you Relax. seem to like all these picks. <laughs> so, Houston over the Colts. We talked about that game. We all we both like the Colts or uh, the Texans here. So, um, the next one's the Patriots. Just seems like with Bill going out potentially and no Zach Wilson, the over under at thirty. It's it's what you said. It's a Bills uh, Bill masterclass. Um, next one is Bengals over yeah. the Browns. Um, just because the Browns solely rely on Joe Flacco, Amari Cooper's out too. Jeff Driscoll isn't going to do anything. It just seems like Browning's going to do just enough to get him a win. Uh, Jacksonville over the Titans. Um, Jags need to win to get in, so just kind of playing off that. Um, Saints over the Falcons. Uh-huh. Falcons are dead. Um, just seems like the Saints have, once again, just enough to get by them. Um, Bucks over the Panthers. Panthers stink. That's all. Detroit Lions over the Vikings. They just have more firepower and Vikings don't have Hawkinson. Um, Mullins is going to throw interceptions regardless of how many yards he throws for. And the Lions defense has been better. So um, Cowboys over the Commanders, long odds, but just to add another leg, um, minus 900. So um, pretty obvious pick there. And then Eagles over the Giants. I think that's an all, also an obvious one, but obviously last week, that was the only leg that ruined my parlay. So um, I got plus 3440 on that. So pretty good. Yeah, it's super solid. Um, I think all of us have a pretty good shot. We talked about taking out the Cardinals just because the Seahawks, you know, Cardinals, neither of them are safe, but I think the rest of it is awesome. Yeah, I keep, um, uh, I keep coming one leg short, so. Yeah, I took out the bad one this week, so you're lucky. Oh, thank you, you, thank you. Um, so I have a three-pick underdog parlay, plus 18-48. Kind of funny picks this week. I have the Titans. Uh, I think the Titans are out here to play spoiler. Plus 160. Uh, the Panthers are at plus 195 against the Bucks. Uh, I don't know. I like the Panthers this week. I totally see them losing. That's why this is the underdog parlay, but uh, there's a Decent shot. They're one of the best spoilers this week. And then the Chiefs at plus 154, as we talked about, are a better team than the Chargers, uh, even without Patrick Mahomes. So I think that has a super solid chance of hitting, too. Yeah, pretty good. Yes, sir. Uh, so just remember that the content in this episode is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It is not intended as definitive uh, betting or fantasy sports advice. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, sorry, this one was a little bit long, but it could be back and hopefully we keep it up going next week. We're back, baby. Let's go. Uh, 